This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Inc. Realty. When it's time for your next move, choose Guaranteed. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. One of my favorite places, just a short drive away, is Dollywood. Dolly's Smoky Mountain Christmas is getting ready to start today, actually. And I have the, the PR girl in the studio, <laughs> Ellen Liston. And we have her back because so much is always happening. And listen, Dolly has her plate full. She does. So a ho-ho-ho from Pigeon Forge. Yes. It's really hard with this weather, like summer weather, not even (laughs) early fall weather, but summer weather. But here we are in November, first Saturday in November, which is when we always start Smoky Mountain Christmas. So uh, I guess folks are going to get a little flavor of the mountain and maybe um, seaside, too, just with the warm weather. But Well, your leaves have to be turning. The leaves have turned. Four million Christmas lights are turned on. Um, it's a fun, fun holiday land at Dollywood, no matter what the temperature is. Somewhat warm, a little chillier. Um, it, it, so I, hot I chocolate's not so your best-selling item. Probably it's not be ice today. Cream. <laughs> probably not today. It might be a little ice cream. Um, but, you know, even though the weather might not be getting us in the spirit today, let me tell you, the Christmas shows and the Christmas lights once the sun sets and the yummy holiday food and a brand new parade that's themed around the holidays that Dolly has gotten us to put together. Just there's so much going on. I, it's kind of almost I'm a little overwhelmed by myself just because we have so much that's new. So whether you maybe went to Dollywood last year at Christmas or you're coming for the first time, there is so much new for people to experience. You know, I talked to a guy that works here, uh, Trip West, and he said, oh, I went years ago when it was Silver Dollar City. And then I went when they first opened. I said, oh, heavens, you need to go back. <laughs> back it does it's changed so much yeah so the smoky mountain christmas festival um the first year was 1990 so it's celebrating 26 years this year um and it's been added to throughout the years i think one of my favorite things that we're doing this year is um when we first opened for christmas we had a show that um, was called christmas in the smokies and it's always been my favorite and we've changed it through the years um, and then maybe had shows that took a little bit more center stage. But that show is being remastered this year. So brand new set, brand new costumes, kept a lot of the storyline that it had. But These are kind of Broadway-esque shows. Very much Broadway-esque. And um, everything from Smoky Mountain-type Christmas songs with a Southern and country music flavor, um, Christmas in Dixie, Mike Alabama has yeah. always been one of my favorite Southern Christmas songs that's in there to um, very religious songs as well, just that are very inspiring, no matter kind of what your faith is. And um, I'm just I'm just so excited about that. So that's one of those traditional things that for those people who have been seeing it for years are going to love it all over, fall in love all over again. But if you've never seen it before, like you said, people be like, are you sure we're in Pigeon Forge? Because this really kind of has the flavor of. A Broadway style musical entertainment story. Okay, well, tell me about the parade. You said, is that new? Brand new. So, we've had a parade for many years during the Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival, but um, Dolly has a brand new movie coming out. You know, last year oh, wow. was Coat of Many Colors. Yes. Um, which was wonderful around Christmas time. So, 
you know, Dolly's the kind of person she's like, well, hey, everybody loved that. Let's kind of do a sequel. So, and this is going to be on NBC. I mean, this is not is. A, a lifetime or no. a, anything. This is this is prime this time. This is going to show on NBC November 30th. Um, and so our parade is themed around Christmas of Many Colors. Circle of Love is the name of the new movie. And um, it will debut in a couple of weeks. We're still putting the finishing touches on that. But it, it's just it's going to be spectacular. And Dolly had a hand in telling us kind of what she thought would be great in that and we took a lot of ideas from the movie and it's called the parade of many colors and folks will be able to see that i I know one time they're going to be will probably be excited to see it is the parade of many colors is going to be shown or is going to be run through dollywood um the night after the world premiere of Christmas of Many oh, Colors, cool. the movie. We're actually, Dollywood is going to become Hollywood on November 22nd, right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So the movie is going to have its world premiere at our theme park in Pigeon Forge. And um, I'm sure the question everybody's asking, is Dolly going to be there? Well, of course. It's her movie. It's the world premiere. Oh, she's, so she's going to be at the premiere. She is going to be at the premiere, as are a lot of the folks from the cast. Um, Ricky Schroeder and Jennifer Nettles play um, Dolly's parents in the movie. Wait a minute, um, Ricky Schroeder wasn't he? He was on Silver Spoons, and oh, he was in the movie so The Champ when up. he was a kid. Yeah, all grown up, and um, they're really excited about coming. And then Olivia Lind, who plays Little Dolly, and her whole family are coming, and it's it's going to be a really fun evening. We're excited about showcasing um, Dollywood and what Dolly loves about the Great Smoky Mountains for the world. Um, and we weren't going to be open on November 22nd, but we decided, well, heck, let's open it up for people to see. We're going to have red carpet and we're going to have bleachers for people to watch folks coming in on the red carpet. And then they can see the new Christmas parade and the new shows. And the, we're just excited. Oh, that Yay. is tremendous. Yeah. And tell me about one thing. <laughs> those that know me know that my life revolves around food. You know, after I eat breakfast, I start thinking about lunch. And after well, lunch, I start thinking about dinner. So this is why we get along. Yeah. <laughs> This is why we get along. So even though we talked about the fact that it's a little warm for hot chocolate, but, you know, when the sun goes down, it gets a little bit cooler, probably in the 50s and 60s that, you know, on the in the evenings around the eight o'clock, nine o'clock hour. So one of my favorite things that we have at the holidays in terms of food, let's just start with our our yummy hot chocolate beverages. So it's kind of dessert. So we'll Mm -hmm. just start there first. So. We last year we opened this brand new thing that had different flavors of hot chocolate. So you could have just your basic hot chocolate with whipped cream. You could have some marshmallows. You could have peppermint. Then so you have, have a hot chocolate bar. We have like one whole booth that is just hot holiday beverages, hot chocolate, hot cider, and then there's oh. different things. It's not just like hot cider. Like my favorite one was the one with like all the cinnamon in it. Right. Oh my gosh. I mean, so I just start there. It's kind of that whole. Um, you know, life is short, eat dessert first. Sure. So you just do that. But then a holiday feast at all in, in different ways. So one of the new things that we're going to have on our holiday feast menu is Cornish hen. Now, let me just tell you, that's some good stuff right there. And this is at a, just a booth? This is at one, no, this is at one of our, our restaurants okay. that um, is going to have that on the menu. And then, um, of course, you can't, we can't have the holidays without the traditional, you know, sweet potato pie, um, mashed potatoes and gravy, Christmas ham, turkey and dressing, delicious like green bean casserole. And then let, then we'll just go on to dessert. You and I really, I think we may just do the desserts 
and right. then we'll go to the hot chocolate and the hot cider right. drinks. And then if there's any room left, we might have something um, on a regular menu. Right. But maybe not. We'll just peruse our way. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break. We're speaking with Ellen Leston. She is the PR person extraordinaire for Dollywood. Um, yes, Dollywood's Smoky Mountain Christmas. It's become a legendary and a place for families to make memories. Uh, and they do something different every year. And, and this is like no other with the Christmas of Many Colors movie coming out and mm-hmm. then the Christmas of Many Colors parade. So when we come back, we're going to talk about more that Dollywood has put together for you and your family to experience. And we're and also make- going to talk about a bargain. Oh, Mm -hmm. you had me there. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll be back more with Atlanta Living right after this. Hey, folks, make sure you stick around at 3 o'clock for Scott Slay's weekend roundtable about the political election coming up on Tuesday. This is something you're not going to want to miss. 3 to 3.30 right here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now more Atlanta Living. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and we are talking about the Smoky Mountains. That's Dollywood's Smoky Mountain Christmas. And we're speaking with Ellen Liston. She is the PR guru who makes all the things work, basically, at Dollywood. And she just threw out the word bargain and sell and discount Mm -hmm. and all those things like that before we went to break. So... For our, we have done this for uh, quite a few years. So when folks come to our Smoky Mountain Christmas Festival, starting today, runs all the way through January 1st, um, if they buy a ticket like today, they can upgrade it for a season pass for all of 2017 for the lowest price of the year. So you get all of the rest of Christmas, the Christmas Festival, uh-huh. and all of next year on one season pass it, it, it is really I, i'm sometimes i'm like can, You're why, like, why, why are we, can we doing, doing this? this we're supposed to make money but people love it and it's just kind of that way to if you haven't been there all year and you're like yeah i'm trying to decide we'll come do that upgrade to a season pass you get to come all next year and we've got all kinds of new things happening next year but while we're still on christmas And the holidays. You know, Dolly has two dinner theaters that are in the Pigeon Forge area, too. The Dixie Stampede Dinner Attraction. the Dixie Stampede. Which is so much fun. It's kind of a north versus the south rivalry. All very good-natured fun with all these gorgeous horses. Well, at the holidays, it's the North Pole (gasps) versus the South Pole. Oh, that's awesome. Which is just a lot of family fun, a four-course meal. And my favorite thing is the live nativity with camels now I, I are you serious i'm just not sure you can beat live camels at christmas Who but, has that? but that's just me you know oh my gosh and then we just opened dolly parton's lumberjack adventure in may oh wow also on the parkway is this really really fun show with do they um, take off their shirt no it's a family show okay just, okay i just ask I just so ask. Um, but it's really amazing. It's kind of a, a fun storyline between two families that live in the mountains. And for the holiday show, it's about them finding the true meaning of Christmas and amazing acrobatics. And yes, some lumberjack feet feats and a lumberjack feast. Oh, yeah. And really, you can find out about everything that's going on, both the dinner shows, Dollywood's Dream More Resort, our cabins, and of course, Dollywood's Mucky Mountain Christmas. Literally, just go to call 1-800-Dollywood or 
or go to dollywood.com. It's all there. Well, Dollywood does nothing small. That's true. So there you have it. And Dolly says, Merry Christmas. And yeah. back back to her. Yeah. And I will be sitting in front of my TV watching the NBC movie when it comes out. I love it. And on November 30th. Everybody tune in and watch Dolly. I will be sitting right there. Ellen, thank you so much. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. 50 WSB. Depend on it. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Inc. Realty. When it's time for your next move, choose Guaranteed. Hey, welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. You know, we have a great city for football. We have the Falcons. We have Georgia Tech. And, of course, we have our beloved University of Georgia Bulldogs. And so it's tailgate season, folks. A little crisp in the air in the mornings. So tailgating season is here. You need to grab your grills. You need to get ready for our next guest, (laughs) Chef David Guaz. He is a cookbook author and... Uh, You'll see him several times on the Food Channel, Travel Channels, American Grill, and the author of his two cookbooks, including Grill Nation, 200 Surefire Recipes, Tips and Techniques to Grill Like a Pro. Well, here he is today to share his top tips for uh, creating delicious tailgate creations this football season well chef it's one thing to do that in your backyard it's another thing to do that in the parking lot of a dome or a stadium so how do we recreate and entertain lots of friends before and after the big game you know uh i always tell people just keep it simple uh grilling shouldn't be complicated especially when you're gonna pack it all up and and reset it uh in time for the game so you know, we talk about some fun recipes. You know, it sort of started to really highlight how honey plays a big part in, in these grilled recipes um, and, and what it does to these uh, particular uh, recipes that we're featuring and the versatility. And you know what? I, for me, it's all about not working too hard the day of, right? So right. I have uh, sort of chosen some recipes that are great to pre-prep and, uh, you know, have things marinating and ready to go. And so there's a lot less fuss the day of, so you can focus on the task at hand, which is having a good time and uh, connecting with friends and getting ready for the big game. So you are using the honey as a marinade on, say, the different meats that you're going to grill. You know, I, I, it's endless, really. So for the mango salsa, you know, we, we toss the ma- fresh mangoes uh, with the honey and some red onion and cilantro and red bell peppers, and we have a, a wonderful way to kind of kick it off. You can prep that two days in advance put it in a Tupperware container, and then uh, once you get on location, you start to set up your rig. You can pop the lid on the on the, um, the Tupperware, and you can snack away with chips. It's also a great salsa to put on top of grilled fish, uh, but the honey just really sort of helps to balance uh, all those flavors. And uh, we also do a honey uh, black baked bean dish right on the grill directly wow. in a cast iron. We sweat a little bit of onion and some bacon. Uh, we add the black beans. Uh, we, we stir in some of that wonderful honey. And the honey in this particular recipe, um, you know, really helps sort of mellow out and balance the sort of earthiness of the beans itself. And uh, a little bit of that chipotle and smokiness of the bacon 
Uh, it's a wonderful sort of marriage of flavors, and it's cool because it's done directly on the grill. Part of the time you've got it lidded, and part of the time the lid's off, really allowing some of that grill flavor to sort of uh, enter into the uh, to the baked beans. Plus, you can't talk about grilling and uh, barbecue without talking about some form of baked beans. So this is my version, a lot of fun, and, and a real simple, quick, easy recipe. So are you starting with dry black beans, or are you starting with uh, canned no, we're talking, we start with can to keep it simple, and, uh, you know, we don't want a, a, a full day in advance to have to prep anything. Yeah. But of course, you know, you can soak your beans a day early and, and cook them all the way through and, you know, use fresh, uh, you know, dried beans um, in this particular recipe as well. But for us, it's all about convenience, talking about the big game, and then not having to fuss over there too much. You know, I've only used honey in just the sweet instances. I've never used honey sure. in a savory dish. You know, that's, again, just really sort of showcasing the versatility of it from, you know, the appetizers, uh, fruit-based uh, pineapple salsas, mango salsas, all the way down to fun cocktails. So, you know, with over 300 different varietals available of honey, it's like a, for me, it's a chef's dream come true because you have so many different flavor profiles uh, that they match up against other ingredients and really just sort of help pull flavor forward is what honey really uh, is a a natural sort of uh, complement to a lot of different dishes. You talk about in your book, uh, Grill Nation, how uh, grilling with honey helps keep the meat moist. That's right. It really uh, allows uh, sort of a a force field of of moisture to kind of get trapped. in. And listen, uh, David, I need all the help I can get on keeping the meat moist. (laughs) I I hear you. Well, this is your... your, Saving grace, I think it's it's it, you know, and the fact that it's one ingredient, it's all natural, is a home run uh, anyway. So, uh, you know, we use it uh, in bastes and in, in in marinades. We also use it in a lot of our sauces and salad dressings. It's a natural emulsifier, um, but it also is going to on the grill specifically create some wonderful color and caramelization. Uh, whether you're using it uh, for for beef or chicken or or uh, pork, it, it really doesn't matter. So, what is your favorite meat? to take to the tailgate party? You know, I'm, I'm back and forth. I like a little something light, and I like some, some red meat. But this particular one that we, we are sort of showcasing today, uh, we love it because it's a simple uh, build-ahead marinade. And so it's a honey Asian marinated beef tri-tip. Um, and so we take big, bold flavors uh, and Asian ingredients like black Asian vinegar and sesame oil and soy, all these very high acid, very strong flavors. Mm -hmm. And uh, we add some honey to that, uh, and we put it in a Ziploc bag, and we put our our choice of beef, which is the tri-tip in this case, but you can also use flank steak and skirt and hanger, uh, all of sort of my favorite cuts, if you will. And, uh, you know, put it in the refrigerator six, eight hours in advance, uh, throw it in the ice chest and uh, put it in the back of the vehicle. When you're setting up, you get that grill nice and hot, good, good grill marks, you know, finish it nice, medium rare is the way I like to do it, 130 degrees, 135 internal temperature. And uh, we love serving it on a bed of, like, just refreshing cucumber salad with a little bit of honey in there as well. And uh, it's just a nice way to sort of do something a little lighter, you know, for tailgating. And it doesn't have to be all sausage and heavy condiments, and it's just a, it's a wonderful, simple recipe. Okay, so I've not grilled or worked with tri-tips before. Is that, th- this is going to be a dumb question, is that one piece of meat, or, or is that cut up in chunks? Well, I mean, it's one it's one cut, okay. and then we break it down a little bit. And so this is a heavy worked 
piece of beef, so it's going to have a little chew to it. So this is why we marinate this particular one, so it tenderizes it, uh, and it's got just a lot of flavor, which is why I love the tri-tip. So the marinating uh, is not only imparting flavor, it's also breaking down the tougher cuts of meat. You nailed it. That's it. All right. So I love wh- things that work that work twice for you, you know, in, in multiple ways. It's just uh, it's just uh, the best of both worlds when things work out that way. Now, when you're shopping for honey at the grocery store, what should you be looking for? You know, we shop with our eyes, and, you know, that's uh, the main reason why honey is in, in clear containers, whether it's clear plastic uh, or it's the... Uh, the uh, standby honey bear, which we all yeah. know and love. I just love to squeeze uh, his uh, belly. Exactly. <laughs> or it's, you know, some kind of glass uh, vehicle or jar. And, you know, you can really kind of shop with your eyes in the sense lighter colored honeys are going to be a softer, milder uh, flavor. And you get to the more sort of middle-of-the-road ambers like uh, wildflower and uh, uh, tupelo and uh, alfalfa, you know, it's going to be a little bit more flavor and a little bit more body to them and uh, have a little bit more uh, character. And then, um, you know, darker honeys like sour woods and and, um, uh, avocado are going to be like you can't see through them at all. They're going to be as dark as, as... as petroleum and oil, wow. and, uh, you know, it's going to really embark a wonderful sort of big flavor. So those are great to match up to other strong ingredients because they really sort of pair nicely with, with that. So you mentioned earlier about cocktails, and no tailgate, no good tailgate is going to be complete without a great cocktail to go with it. How are you, right. what are your favorite go-tos when you're tailgating? So the Honey Nola Backyard Swingers is the one that... You know, we, we talk about because it's, it is such a simple uh, formula. We actually take honey and a little bit of water and make a, a, a simple syrup or a honey syrup, if you will. And uh, we take that and we uh, match it up to grapefruit juice. And, you know, just those two alone really sort of marry well together because you get the floral honey and the natural sweetness of the honey paired with sort of a, a bigger acid type of juice like mm-hmm. grapefruit. And then uh, for an added kick, we actually... Uh, put a little bit of sliced jalapeno and some fresh rosemary in there. Wow. We throw it in a, a shaker um, and uh, with some ice, and then we'll spike it with, um, in, in the book's case, for Grill Nation, we put dark rum, but you can also use white rum, you can use bourbon, you can use vodka. It's really, really, really versatile. Uh, even gin works, believe it or not. So uh, just a, a wonderful sort of way to sort of, you know, make it your own and customize it. But I love it because you can make your honey and your grapefruit base uh, in advance and put it in some kind of jug or container, put it in the ice chest. You can doctor it up or spice it up or, or spike it up, if you will, yeah. uh, on location once you get your rig set up. And it's just an easy drinking cocktail, a lot of fun. So that way, you're there again, your work is done ahead of time. And for a simple syrup, normally that is equal parts sugar to water, but you're using honey in place of sugar um, with the water. Yep, that's it. So it's adding an extra flavor to your cocktail. That an sounds... all-natural sweetener that's just uh, got all kind of incredible properties to it. Well, uh, Grill Nation is a book that every uh, grill master at heart needs to have. Where can people get more information on these delicious recipes that you've shared well, with us today? We've got all these great honey-inspired recipes and also some uh, really great uh, how-to videos uh, on uh, honey.com. And then sourcing out local honey in your region, you can actually go to honeylocator.com. So uh, some great tools uh, to be able to access more ideas and fun, creative recipes.
Well, I'm downloading the one about that cocktail, and I may be trying that this weekend. Uh, Chef David Guas, thank you so much for joining us on Atlanta Living. And so what's your favorite sports team? Well, I'm from Louisiana, so it's all about the Saints. So we've got a nice, uh, healthy rivalry going between, uh, you know, the good old Falcons and the Saints. Long, long time history, and uh, I always love actually making the trek up here for a a game, and uh, it's just a lot of fun, and uh, that's what football is all about. David Guaz, thank you so much for joining us in the studio. You can pick up his book, Grill Nation. Uh, Thank you, and folks. Pick up this tip and run with it to the grocery store, and you can have uh, the best tailgating that anyone around has ever seen, and you'll be the envy of everybody in the parking lot. You've been listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Now back to Belinda Skelton. Hey guys, welcome back to Atlanta Living. It's time for Breaking Chews. Now this is our weekly check-in on all the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, festivals. I'm here with our favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net. Also, he's a food writer for Atlanta Social Season magazine. And of course, my website, BelindaSkelton.com. Now, you have a new place with some views and brews. Yeah, that's right. There's a lot of places in Atlanta you can grab a drink and a bite and taking some some great views but the beer garden style it's brand new nine mile station oh, which sits atop pont city market offers unparalleled unfettered views of downtown midtown and buckhead skylines all at once i mean it's just it's tough to top that i've never found a place that you could see all three yeah. skylines at once it's operated by kelvin and mandy slater they're the couple that founded blue moon yeah. pizza they also operate skyline park that's the amusement park on top of okay. Ponds. and again they've done this fantastic job creating this really wonderful destination that stays true to the historic charm of the building and the carnival atmosphere on the rooftop so first you got to work out there's a minimum spend to go upstairs to the restaurant it's usually 15 or 20 bucks and okay. you just make that commitment and and then you take a freight elevator to the top of the building and you walk past the mini golf and the carnival rides <laughs> and go to the west side of the roof and inside it's a beer a beer hall sort of design but it's very high design cool green tile warm dark woods um, from the tap you can get beers from Atlanta to Asheville to Austin to Grimstad, Norway. I mean, they've got oh, incredible cool. craft beers. The menu is um, former Barcelona chef Jonathan McDowell. There's a lot of love wow. and time into the creations there. These are great small noshes. I had these um, fried sweet peppers with a savory crab salad oh inside. They press uh, beautiful sandwiches. One's made with sopracetta, mortadella, provolone, and uh, pepperoncini. Um, they they even serve meats like bratwurst and kielbasa, and you can buy them by the inch. So if you just want four inches of bratwurst, they'll just bring out four inches of bratwurst. <laughs> I want four inches of bratwurst. Okay, that's uh, Neil Bortz would have fun with that one. Um, basically, I just loved everything I tried there. The food's amazing. The views, just eyefuls of skyscrapers, great beer. It's another home run for Pont City Market. That place never ends. No, no, it keeps going. <laughs> all right, David, where can we find you during the week? Well, you've got all this information on Nine Mile Station on your website, BelindaSkelton.com. My website is BitesInsights.net, and definitely follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bites Insights. Okay, folks, you've been listening to Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.